As a good Christian investor, we will pay what we owe. God commands it, but we will not pay more than we have to. And that means learning everything we can about how the tax system works so we can protect the money that we work so hard to accumulate during the year. As Christians, we were taught to be good stewards over our tithing and giving to the less fortunate. But when it came to our own personal finances and investments, we are clueless on what the Bible says. What does the Bible say about managing debt, leaving a legacy, investing, or even planning for retirement? We answer these and many other questions because we want to teach you how to be rich and righteous. If this is your first time to the show, we want to say welcome. If you're coming back for another spiritual refill, welcome back. I am A.B. Ridgeway, and this is Financial Advisors Say the Darndest Things. Welcome back. I am A.B. Ridgeway, a.k.a. Mr. Christian Finance. The host of Financial Advisors say the darndest things in my mom's favorite Christian financial advisor. As always, make sure that you subscribe so you're notified every time that we release new episodes. And be sure to like and comment on this episode. It really helps with the podcast so we can continue to make great episodes for you. Now, there are only two things that are certain in this life. Death and taxes. But for some reason... These are the same two things that people avoid learning about because it's hard. Sometimes it can feel overwhelming and unfortunately, it's how you handle these two subjects that will determine your financial success and even I, myself, Mr. Christian Finance, was a little scared addressing this topic. I questioned myself, will my listeners care? Will they skip over this episode or even worse? Would they unsubscribe because they don't want to hear about taxes as much as they want to hear about making money and being rich and investing in stocks and bonds and, and all the stuff that sounds great, that looks great on the outside, but is not really the foundation. So I made an executive decision and I had to think about the greatest good. You know, medicine doesn't always taste good, but if we're going to get better, We need to take it or at least learn to withstand the suffering. And I don't want you to suffer through this. So I am challenging myself to do two things, to make taxes easier to understand and to make it halfway fun. So (laughs) I am going to take my time and provide resources you can leverage to learn more about taxes and how they work. And it's going to take you several episodes to get a full grasp on some of the content. So please, please take your time. This is going to be on the very, very basic level. This is not, this is not, this is not, this is not a sound effect. And this is not tax advice at all. Always seek professional help. This is to help you understand. This is to give you some working knowledge. This is to kind of give you some terminology. Okay, we're going to be talking about biblical stories that align with some of these topics as well. So we're going to give that biblical aspect. Sometimes in some of these episodes, we may not go straight to scripture because the content is so dense that, you know, we don't want to make a 20, 30, 35 minute episode. And then we also don't want to piece it so small that you have to listen to three episodes, to get one concept either. So please bear with us as we 
adopt that to the episode style there. So with no further ado, let's take a deep breath. And start this journey together to protect our wealth from taxation. So let's start at the very, very bottom. What are taxes? Yes, I told you we were going to start at the beginning. <laughs> but according to the Oxford Dictionary, taxes are a compulsory contribution to state revenue levied by the government on workers' income and business profits or added to the cost of some goods, services, and transactions. So if you've ever been to the store um, and you see sales tax, that is a tax. Right? Now, keep this in mind. Taxes were made for the benefit of business owners and landowners. Okay, so if you are not a business owner or thinking about investing in real estate, take a look at what you're doing and see if you have any opportunities to become a business owner or landowner. Now, I am not saying that the system was created for business owners and landowners. Let me rephrase that. The benefits of taxes and some of the things that you can do benefit more the business owner, the landowner, and also the investor as well. Okay, that's why we're here, because as investors, there are tax benefits to investing. And we're going to get into those in, in some other episodes. And sometimes I'm talking 17, 18, 19 percent savings because you're an investor. Now, who doesn't want to save that amount of money? So just keep listening. We're going to teach you those things. Right. So it serves two purposes here. One, you get a taste of what it means to work for yourself when you start a business, a landowner or maybe even a Christian investor. And you get to become a producer and give value back into the country that you love. So when you invest, you're investing into businesses. Businesses are producers. Producers bring value and help with gross domestic product and imports and exports and things of that nature. OK, so as an investor, you do contribute to that. Okay? So let's clear up some misconceptions in the United States. We work on what they call a graduated tax bracket. As your income rises or graduates to the next level, the percentage of tax imposed on that income increases. So you make 10,000, you get taxed at a certain percentage, Let's say 10. Then if, you're, if you make 50,000, it goes up to 12. If you, you make 100,000, it goes up to 15. If it goes up to 200,000, it goes up to 30, you know, it's graduated. So as your income increases, so does your tax rate. And I think many Americans understand this. The more money I make, the more taxes I pay. Very simple. But there is a second part that is throwing off <laughs> hundreds and thousands and millions of investors. It's called the marginal tax rate. Now, the marginal tax rate means that every dollar you make is not taxed the same. Let's say that your accountant tells you that you have reached the 37% tax bracket, which is at the very, very top of our tax bracket, because you made $700,000. Now, let's say you're married and you're filing jointly. Your whole $700,000 is not being taxed at 37%. So you can kind of put down your calculators at this point, right? Only $6,250 of your money is being taxed at that rate. So how can that be? Because we work on the marginal tax rate. I call it filling in the tax buckets. 
you can go to irs.gov and see the bucket limits. I'm going to leave a link in the podcast description, but you can't graduate to the next level until you fill the first bucket. So first, you got to go through the 10% bucket, which is also an income range. So let's just say it's from let's just say it's from $10,000 to $50,000. So your first 10 to $50,000 is going to be taxed at 10%. So then let's say that you graduate, the next marginal tax bracket is 22. Then every dollar above 50,000 up to let's say 100,000, let's just do even numbers here, is going to be taxed at 22%, all the way up to 37%. And everything above 37%, which is the max, will stay at that 37%. Let's get back to our example. You only pay 37% on the $6,250, and every dollar below that, you will pay based on the corresponding buckets. And once again, you have to check with irs.gov because because those numbers change annually and it's based on inflation and, and certain adjustments. So that's why I didn't necessarily want to quote what those ranges were, but go check it out and that will give you a better idea how much taxes that you pay. One of the best numbers you can know is the average tax rate. I'm gonna say that again. One of the best numbers that you can know is the average tax rate, which equals total taxes that you pay divided by the total taxable income. So calculating the average tax rate involves adding all the taxes paid under each bracket and dividing it by the total income. The average tax rate will always be lower than the marginal tax rate, okay? So let's say that you made 700,000, right? When you calculate the average tax rate, it's only going to be 26.86 not the max marginal rate of around 37%. Because remember, only $6,250 were taxed at the 37%. You know, everything else was taxed at the lower tax brackets, right? The 10% buckets, the 22s, the 24s, the 32s, and 35% tax brackets. Now, depending on when you are listening to this, you want to check what the numbers are because they do change. But as they stand today, this will give you a better idea of what you're paying based on your income. Now, before we continue, let's review what we learned so far. Our tax brackets are graduated and we have multiple brackets based on your income. We also work off the marginal tax rate. So all dollars are not taxed the same. And your average tax rate is a better representation of how much taxes you pay. So trying to reduce your average tax rate should be your ultimate goal. And kind of like in the the grand scheme of things, Lowering your adjusted gross income should be your ultimate goal, but that's a whole nother conversation. But the, but the idea here is that if we can lower the average tax rate, consequently, we do that through the adjusted gross income. But like I said before, that's a whole nother episode. So let's take it to the Bible. Let's see what the Bible says. And the Bible says in Romans chapter 13, verse seven, render therefore to all their due taxes to whom taxes are due customs to whom custom. Fear to whom fear, honor to whom honor. For this introductory episode into taxes, I want to keep it as simple as possible because like everything that we do in this show, we must have the right perspective. See, God wants us to pay our taxes. An increase in taxes means that we're making more money. Now keep this in mind. God didn't say overpay. 
He didn't say don't learn how to lower your tax implication. He didn't say don't leverage every opportunity you can to keep more money in your pocket and less out the hands of the government. He just said pay your taxes. So when you're paying more taxes and you're getting frustrated, don't get mad at the government. Look internally, look at yourself and say, how can we lower our tax implications? What can I do? Take that responsibility away from other people to manage your personal finances, because there are going to be ways that you can save more and more money. Okay. This show is about accountability. This show is about understanding finances to the point where we are not angry, where we don't show our frustration to the world. Our mentality is not that we don't want to pay taxes. Our perspective is that we don't want to pay more taxes than we have to. So as a good Christian investor, we will pay what we owe, but we will not pay more than we have to. I'm going to say this again. As a good Christian investor, we will pay what we owe. God commands it, but we will not pay more than we have to. And that means learning everything we can about how the tax system works so we can protect the money that we work so hard to accumulate during the year. So I want you to pray for understanding and guidance from God when making financial decisions throughout the year. The first step is to do a review of your taxes from the last year and also making a projection of what your taxes may be in the following year so you can prepare now. You know, when your taxes are due, it's, it's too late to have those write-offs. So we're going to prepare for the next year when? As soon as we finish filing our last year. Now, as a full disclosure, this episode should not be considered tax advice once again. This is strictly for educational purposes only, and I want you to speak with a tax professional when making a decision. But I want you to keep these lessons in mind so when they are talking to you, you know exactly what they're talking about. When someone says, oh, your marginal rate is 37%, you won't jump outside of your chair, right? Or if they say, oh, your average tax rate is 26%, you go, oh, I know what that is. So going forward, the first step I want you to do is go to irs.gov and go to the tax holding estimator. You'll answer a few questions and it'll give you a ballpark figure because to figure out where you're going, you first have to know where you are. And many of us don't know where we stand. We kind of guess until the end of the year and just kind of pray for the best. Well, this is it from us today. Join us next time as we talk about the tax tables and how they apply to capital gains and qualified dividends, which is the investment part. If you're unfamiliar with capital gains and qualified dividends and how they are taxed, we will discuss that as well. So you have an idea of how you are taxed on your investments. And I hope that you've been blessed. If you've enjoyed this episode, be sure to like, to comment, and to share. Also, if you're not subscribed to our podcast, go to www.abrwealthmanagement.com backslash podcast and join our family. And as a thank you, and as a thank you, we'll give you a free gift. If you need help building your financial plans or taxes or just a little bit too confusing and you need some help, information to speak with us will be given right after the show. I am A.B. Ridgeway, Mr. Christian Finance himself, and I'll see you on the other side of your blessing. I hope that you've been blessed. As always, this episode was created by A.B. Ridgeway, owner of A.B. Ridgeway Wealth Management, a virtual and in-person fee-only advisor that believes that financial advice should have God in it. 
If you need help figuring out your finances, feel free to reach out to us at 337-414-3686 or visit our website at www.abrwealthmanagement.com and schedule a free consultation. New episodes are available every Friday, so be sure to subscribe. You can also listen to our podcast on your favorite platforms, Amazon Music, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and more. Or simply visit our website and join our family. I am A.B. Ridgeway, and I'll see you on the other side of your blessing. Elijah Ridgeway is an investment advisor representative and owner of A.B. Ridgeway Wealth Management, LLC, a registered investment advisor which produces a podcast show and makes it available on his website and through other distribution channels. Elijah Ridgeway and any guests on the podcast are providing their own views and opinion are not necessarily the views and opinions of A.B. Ridgeway Wealth Management. Nothing on the podcast should be construed as solicitation or offer or recommendation to buy or sell any specific security. Investment advisory services are only provided to investors who become A.B. Ridgeway Wealth Management clients pursuant to a written investment management agreement. Clients of A.B. Ridgeway Wealth Management may hold positions and securities discussed in the podcast. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All investments involve risk and may lose money. Financial advisors say the Darnest Thing podcast is for informational purposes only and should not be relied on for any investment decisions. Instead, please consult a financial advisor, accountant, attorney, and or conduct your own due diligence.